Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of June 22nd. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarmer, with me as always, Filter Cord. What's up? And we got Johnny back along for the ride. What's up, man? Hey, hey. All right, so let's go ahead and just jump into it. Um, do we want to start with the big game that we've both been playing, Filter, or do we want Johnny well, to go first with his... Uh, yeah, let's have up. let's have Johnny go because I feel like I'm going to get stuck on this for three and a half hours. Oh Christ! Yeah. All right. Um, so yeah, what's been going on, Johnny? What have you been playing? Yeah, uh, typical me. I decided to dive back into more indie games. Um, this time, something that was on sale on the Switch last week caught my eye, and it was an indie game by the name of Elliot Quest. Um, super fun pixel art Metroidvania style game. Um, mm-hmm. A little reminiscent once you get into it of uh, Zelda 2 because you have your overhead world, you have your side-scrolling stages, uh, you do eventually start leveling up even though you don't really see experience points as you gain them. I mean, I wouldn't go out and give it like a 10 out of 10 phenomenal time trip, but I paid like 9 cents for it and I've sunk more time into that in the past week than I have pretty much any other game I own just because it's really convenient to pick up on the Switch and carry around with me. I've uh, been using the bathroom a lot lately and just going through mm. it on there. So uh, I, I would definitely recommend it catching on sale. <laughs> is the danger that I'm seeing here. I mean, it, it's a super fun game, though. It caught me off guard. I'd been eyeing it for quite a while. Um, when I saw it drop to like $0.09 cents on the eShop, I couldn't say no to that. And I was like, uh, yeah, I've got that many gold coins on my account right now. I can take free. Yeah, and exactly. uh, I'm really glad I grabbed it. Cool. Yeah, it looks yeah, interesting. Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to find something to like compare it to, like visually. It, like the enemies. I don't know why they really remind me of a like, uh, like, like a Souls enemy. Some of them that you see. Some of them are massive. You know, other ones are pretty traditional to like a like a Metroidvania style game. Um, oh yeah, it's it's a very punishing game. Like the yeah. the enemies can definitely dish out damage. You've got your typical like little RPG slimes, your skeletons that keep respawning. Um, but the boss fights can be pretty brutal. Um, I know there's more power ups that I just haven't gotten yet because um, I'm pretty sure the ability to double jump is in there along with some other stuff. Uh, I did find bombs that you can use typical Zelda style to blow holes through walls. Um, a weird little power-up like that turns you into a tornado that lets you kind of like Ooh. get lift on wind and, and traverse certain areas that you normally can't. Um, I'm pretty far off from finding the rest of the power-ups and stuff in it, but I keep going back to it. Um, it's just, it's really fun and really satisfying, but it, it really doesn't look like anything else I can think of. Like, it looks like a 6-bit game. It doesn't even look like an 8-bit game. Yeah, no, it, it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks it's cool. A very, it's, like... it's a very minimalist approach, and I, I love it, even though I thought I'd hate it. What sold me, though, is the music. Um, the music to this game is absolutely phenomenal. Um, I have been getting a lot of classic Zelda vibes, um, specifically like Super Nintendo, A Link to the Past, like Lost, Wood, Lost Woods music. Um, just in the couple dungeons that I've gone through, and it's really the music feels like it's ten times more produced than the game itself is, and it just really, really feels great. Nice. All right, so I guess we'll jump over to um, you know the game of the last week uh, that I feel like a lot of people are playing. I, only half of us here are playing it though. 
Um, so, The Last of Us Part 2. Um, of course, doing some spoiler-free, not leaving, you know, leading anyone right. to you know, be spoiled by listening to this show. Um, with that being said, um, how far into it are you, Filter? So... It doesn't do... I think the first game did a really good job of breaking things down into acts. So there's like spring, summer, fall, winter, and then spring again, right? Mm. And there's like a you know tutorial, an epilogue, and then basically a three-act story in between. So this one, I don't know. I, mean, I guess they do still have those headers, but it's like, you know, Seattle day one, Seattle day two. That's like all you really get out of it. I don't think it has quite as clear um, act breaks. But yeah. uh, you are kind of hunting down a list of people for a reason. And uh, I have found the second one of them. Okay, so, like, time-wise, how much of you do you think you've put in? Um, I'd have to check my save file, which I haven't seen, because you never have to save in this game, because the auto-saving is actually really functional. I think I um, saved, like, three times. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, I mean, if you have to, like, take the disc out or swap over, like, you know, restart your system or something, really. Right. Play another game or something. But, um, I don't know, I'm probably, like, maybe a third of the way into the game. Quarter to a third. Okay. Um, so I'm out of the, like, first, like, kind of zonal, like, open zone area. Um, I cleared a building that introduces a new faction. And I saw the first new enemy type. Okay. Nice. So I think that pretty much describes where I'm at without giving anything away. But, uh... Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm loving it. Uh, you know, me and Shannon are playing it again with kind of... Um, like, we would be doing a thing where maybe, like, I play until I die and then hand it off, but I am not dying. Or dying very rarely, I guess. Yeah. Um... And I'm playing on normal difficulty, so I think it's uh, it's kind of interesting because having just played the first game, um, it's kind of like set my expectations in a certain position where like I'm I know exactly what will kill me, so I'm really good at avoiding dying, but I'm really bad at using the new mechanics because I've literally just played the game without those mechanics, right? Right, right. So, like, specifically, there's, like, a quick dodge you can do. So if you just tap the run button instead of holding it, um, you will kind of do, like, a little shuffle in whatever direction you're pointing the stick. Or, I guess, probably in, like, a random direction if you're not pushing the stick at all. But um, Yeah, I'm not, I, I think it, by default, goes backwards. Like backs, up, um, backs away, right? Yeah, yeah. And it, that, that move is really interesting because you can be running full speed and then you can double tap and your character will still lunge forward while in the full run yeah um yeah they have that they've uh added that quick turn which i don't remember from the first one but it has yep. been a while i have um, not uh used the quick turn yet because i've never really played a game where that kind of made sense to me i guess yeah it, it, you know it's one of those it's things like, like pull if back and press in x your, or something right yeah if something's like right in your face and you're like oh no you can just quickly press it and then run Book and it, your yeah. character will be going in the other direction full speed yeah um pretty useful um, I mean, I think there are things that are not spoiler-oriented. We know Ellie's a big focus of this game. Uh -huh. um, how how would you say, uh, early on, how would you say that um, her character from the first game really changes in the second game? 
So, um, it's kind of similar to, like, the Walking Dead thing, where, like, you kind of see a world in which, um, children have grown up and become adults in this new society with new rules, right? Right. right. So, like, um, whereas, you know, some of the people that are in their, like, 40s were, like, in their, you know, late 20s, early 30s when the, basically, apocalypse happened. Yeah, it's really um, the difference between Ellie and, like, Joel. Right. And, and Ellie's just straight up, like, you cannot trust anybody. Um, you know, people are tools to be used. And you can put them away when you're done with them. And life is meaningless, right? Like, we just happen to be alive. Um, with Ellie specifically, it's like, you know, she has this, uh, you know, I don't know how much we want to avoid spoilers. But she has, like, a unique quality about her that, like literally doesn't matter it doesn't apply to the gameplay at all right yes and um i mean it it, it is touched upon at several you know in several instances it's a cutscene um, thing you know but and i mean it's it, it's utilized in the new game as well mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. instances but, but it's um, not yeah it's definitely not a focus it's it's interesting how like and i think it's a good example too that um Joel in the first game is not a good person, right? And okay. he, yeah. he's like somebody that's done what he had to do to survive. So he, I think you kind of get a bit of a skewed um, outlook from him, especially playing as him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get to kind of experience some of his past and some of the, you know, like even in the first game when you have a section where you play as Ellie, when you look at Joel from a third person perspective you kind of realize that it's like this guy might not be like trustworthy he's not a good narrator right mm-hmm. and like um this game delves into that a little bit um but it's it's really like you said focusing on ellie and um i i think a big um i don't know there's there's some little stuff in this game that i think the tone is just slightly uh, not as interesting as in the first game. Um, I, I agree, yeah. I don't... I mean, do we want to say, like, just generally the theme is, I, like... I think, I think general... The general theme is known. Um, yeah, it's a I revenge think, story. Yeah. Um, so we don't have to say what it's a revenge of or whatever. Yeah, but, what the revenge is for. Um, but. I, think, I think that's just a little bit weaker than, like, in the first game, and I think this is something that sequels suffer from a lot, um, in the first game, the story was like, you know, it was kind of almost like Lord of the Rings. Like, how do we save the world? How do I get this thing to the right place to, like, you know, trigger, like, the good times or whatever? Mm-hmm. And, like, in this game, being a revenge story, it's kind of like, um, you know, sacrifice is meaningless is sort of the idea. And it's like, uh, I mean, I obviously, I, I haven't gotten to the end, so I have a long way to go before... I see that pay off, but I'm already really feeling some heavy vibes from it. Um, and I am definitely interested to, you know, I, I managed to avoid a lot of the like spoiler stuff that happened, like with the leaks. I um, somehow avoided all of that. Yeah, I was. I, I guess a lot of people have. I was really surprised that I was able to avoid that. I didn't think about it until, yeah. um, you know, probably my second like session with it. I was like, okay. man, I did. I really avoided that. And, and I, I had no idea. So everything was a surprise. Everything was yeah. new. Well, that's interesting because I've heard that a lot of the original leak stuff was actually wrong. Or it was not 
portrayed it wasn't described exactly the the correct context that kind of gives it meaning mm-hmm. so like you know i could spoil like uh you know willy wonka or something i could say oh there's like a spooky boat scene and that wouldn't mean shit to you unless you see it right so i sure. guess there's some stuff like that where like i could also spoil it and say uh you know charlie is the um god king emperor that takes over or whatever like that you know what i mean like those even with complete knowledge sometimes it's still more important to kind of witness something for yourself yeah but and that's even exactly then, what you were saying too um yeah even then some of the leaks apparently were incorrect so it's kind of interesting um i wish i i actually wish i would have looked them up now knowing that a lot of it was wrong okay because yeah. I, I think that could have been really interesting I think it would be, I think, I mean, I might look into it. I didn't even think yeah. about looking into it now that I finished it, just to see. Well, now you have to, because I can't now, because then I'll actually really spoil the game for myself. Right. Um, yeah, it, I, I really think this game has, it's a, very much so, it's a tale of uh, revenge. Um, mm. But it depends, it, it really puts a lot of things into perspective about revenge. Mm. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to hear um, how your views change Yeah, this is a really good point of where you're at um, yeah. as the next show you'll have this uh, insight of um, you know m- moving forward and seeing you know the things that the game is uh, really pushing you toward mm-hmm. um, but yeah I mean the game like feeling it feels uh it feels really really good i didn't have any i had like maybe one instance where i got caught uh, on something like in a doorway i've noticed doorways oh, are yeah. a little bit of an issue um especially if you're holding someone hostage and you're trying to back up through a doorway okay um a little bit of an issue there uh that's probably my biggest complaint um about about gameplay in general mm-hmm. um they did a really really good job on uh as always, setting up the story and the world. Um, the world is so well done. Like, after playing this game, I'm like, yeah, fuck Seattle. Like, <laughs> Seattle's fucking terrible. Um, but it's... I, I don't know. They, um, like, took a lot of that environmental stuff from, like, real... I'm not sure how, it, like, how right on they are with it. Like, I don't know how, like, Fallout three they are with it um but it was really cool just to see where you know some of the things are you know kind of laid out they made a lot of like fun um nods at either themselves or you know um other games or uh you know people on the team um so it wasn't all this depressed you know this kind of depressing thing as mm-hmm. you'd kind of expect the story, like a full story of revenge to be. There were, of course, lighthearted moments, good times, and then yep. those are always followed up by bad times. Um, so it, it, it's pretty much um, it's pretty much what you expect of a Last of Us game. Um, in the end, I do feel like Ellie's story, uh, personally, is weaker mm-hmm. than um, Joel's yeah. story. And I think a lot of it comes back to what you were saying with that timeline it was looking at someone's life um in a year's time right whereas this is very tarantino it's all cut up it's all moved around you know you're bouncing back and forth between uh like three years later uh a year ago um now like there were times when i was like 
it's like Inception. Like, I'm in the game doing something, and then that person's having a thought in their head, and in that, you're playing that, and then in that, something else happens, and you're in a further, like, thought, and, like, yeah, it, it, it does feel kind of crazy at times, but, um, yeah, I, I don't think that, um, I, I don't think that kills the, you know, the vibe of the game or anything. I just think that's, you know, that's what they were going for. Yeah. So... Cool. Um, yeah, next week, uh, you know, if you like, I'll be interested more, uh, more yep. interested to see what you think uh, as the game progress as the game progresses. Assuming that you, you know, have some time between now and Sunday to sit down and um, progress the story to specific parts, just to continue yeah. on. For me, um, I had uh, like I ended up having some plans this weekend, and then those plans ended up getting canceled so i was like perfect awesome i am doing nothing <laughs> um played this like all weekend and i finished it um yeah. uh, yesterday like early yesterday uh so pretty good i, I of course I, I would love to do like a spoiler uh show about this just For to sure. talk all about it because it sucks to kind of sit here and kind of tiptoe around At things this, yeah um but uh but yeah, definitely want to um, you know, kind of respect some other people, some other listeners that have not yet had a chance to play it. But hey, I've got can... it installed. Hey, that's our plan, baby. I'll, I'll get there soon yeah. or, or later. I mean, it's it's fun. I mean, there's I can't think of an instance where I, I can't treat this like um, like an RTS or anything like that, where it's like something that I crave. Mm-hmm. Um, like every once in a while, I'm like, you know, I really want to play just a competitive shooter. I just want to shoot at other people, and then I'll go and play that. And I never get that feeling of like, oh, I really want to play like an Last of Us action game. So it's good almost all the time for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, I wonder, yeah, for you, uh, filter, I feel like that's it might be similar because you went back to back you played this and you're not burned out you played the first one you're not burned out and you're moving yeah. to the second one yeah um i mean yeah you're not feeling burned out or anything by it right absolutely not i mean they're different enough i think um it yeah. really is almost like going from like uncharted 2 to uncharted 4 or something mm-hmm. um the i mean uh last of us 1 came out in 2013 yeah um so it's just been such a amount of time. Like, even like I said, playing them back to back, they feel very different. Yeah, and I, I think the you know they've the, got different stuff going on. Yeah, the upgrade uh, in the world as well. Um, you know, just the way that the the story has progressed and like the advancements in you know just video game tech. This is something like I don't think a launch PlayStation Four could run this. <laughs> I, uh, I like yeah. it would be tough that thing would be chugging I've um, heard that it sounds like a jet engine yeah and that that's I mean I I've heard a few people they're just like why does my PlayStation sound like this with last it of sounds like it's melting like, because you're fucking killing it stop yeah. like it was, it was not designed to survive this yeah you're running a 2013 like graphics card on a game that is pushing the limits of the ps4 pro um 
So yeah, that's like the yeah. the cool the biggest thing I've heard is I know somebody that just went out and bought a brand new TV to be ready for this game because they were so excited for it. Mm-hmm. And they said it doesn't even feel like they're playing a PS4 game. It feels like they're playing just something better. Yeah. And it's yeah. just because they were so used to the old one, and they, they weren't sure visually what they were going to get themselves into when it dropped. But uh, apparently it made even the brand-new TV purchase for them completely worth it because they have sunk some time into it and absolutely love it so far. Just looking at the visuals, the things that they've done behind the scenes, the things that are intensive that cause your like engine to run a lot um they've made really really smart choices that's probably the biggest success that naughty dog achieved here um the story is great gameplay is great but they've figured out how to um not make loading interrupt what you're doing perfectly um with the restrictions that they have here this will be interesting to see on ps5 if they you know inevitably when that gets pushed out there um but usually there's like a small load or something like that and they've fixed a lot of that by having your character um un like 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 remove a barricade from a door or something like that your character's doing something and it's unloading everything behind it and loading everything in front of it um it, it's super smart and more so the thing that make it run like really heavy there are um instances where you see water and mm. the water is it almost simulation style. It's not even a yeah. um, it's not it doesn't even feel like an animation, just the way that it moves. Um, and as well, uh, like a mirror. Um, you walk past some mirrors and you can tell when it's a big environment because mm. the mirror will won't reflect anything. Um, yeah, but, it'll but only when you're in like you. <clears throat> yeah, when you're in when you're in like a house and yeah. you know it's like a heavy story piece. Um, it'll reflect everything, and you can even make faces in the mirror, which is cool. Yep, um, and it, it, that's something that's really interesting. Like uh, the character you're playing as, which is like you know ninety nine percent of the time Ellie or whatever. Like she she will notice things that you notice. So if you like look in the mirror and have her lined up to look in the mirror, then she'll make a face in the mirror. Or if you are, like, yeah. looking around in an environment and you kind of double-take and look at, like, uh, a waterfall or something, she'll be like, wow. And like, just little things that it can kind of, you know, it can tell what you're looking at based on how you're behaving, and then the character will also notice that. Yeah. And, uh, like, Ellie's... And she's still, like, there, but mm. she feels a little dead inside. Yeah, cause they're because they're definitely, like, trying to leave a gap to, like, fill in yourself as the player like original last of us ellie is like terrible jokes making bad puns she's like i i don't know i guess a child but she's grown up here and you get very few instances of that but you can tell it's like she would have in a standard world she would have probably have just grown up to be you know retaining some of that still ridiculous mm-hmm. um but you know an adult um, but yeah, the world is beat this shit, beat that right out of her. Like yeah, and she's not I mean, really a jokey joke person yeah. anymore. Haven't taken that um, that trip directly from you know the first game to the second game here. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that really comes into that that final section where you're playing as Ellie and Joel's like incapacitated, mm-hmm. and what she goes through there. 
Um, yeah. I, I didn't originally remember how heavy that weighed on her until seeing it again this time and going directly into the sequel, which, uh, you know, it's like anybody that played the first game, you know that she is really into like these shitty like joke book jokes yeah. that are like uh, like shit that you would see on like a Laffy Taffy rapper. And um, like, uh, I'm, I'm, I can't think of any good ones right now because I've like put up a mental block oh, to protect fuck. my mind. But I, I have one, but um, it's, no, we'll just move like right Joel along. hits her with one of those <laughs> in this game. Like he like, hey, I heard this joke. Uh, uh, why Off. would you not want to eat a clock? And she said, I don't know why. And he said, because it's time consuming. And she's like, she, she's dumb. like, that's stupid. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Joel's like, whoa, anywho, I gotta go. <laughs> so well. it's like. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's enough dust out of them boots, <laughs> and uh, it's just like it, it's it's it is definitely kind of brutal to see like um, to come off of like she was so it, even considering everything she had been through, she was so carefree and so happy, and yeah. then just the everything that they go through together, and then like you know the establishing events of uh, Last of Us Part Two, and really even like. As yeah, the game carries not, on, it's not like the it's not like something bad happens once and then you go and like fix it. It's like she continues like her life will continue to degrade. Right? Yeah, like well, I I do think it does lead back to that just one heavy event. Mm-hmm. I think that's what just drew it out of her. Yeah. She just like pretty much hated everything and everybody from that point on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's super like she she understands she had to become an adult really quick, right. so. You know, to be expected. Um, but yeah, we can probably touch base on this. Uh, yep. You know, this next week and see where uh, where you are and how those things have changed. Um, so let's go ahead and jump into uh, the games releasing. For sure. So we have one game releasing, Johnny. Uh, today, um, a classic just got a re-release. Um, they remastered, uh, I guess, remade SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. So this would be the rehydrated edition. Uh, oh came God. out today, uh, which is Tuesday, on all platforms. Um, mm. Would you believe this game actually had a couple different collector's editions available for it? Jeez, I would absolutely not. One uh, of which was three hundred dollars. Worth it. Yep. Wait, so this game originally came out in two thousand three. Is that what that just said? Excellent game. Yeah, it's it's been a while. Ten Man, years I older never, than Last of Us. I never thought about that. I never thought of like how old this game is. And THQ Nordic just they keep hammering out these new these um, like remakes or not remakes. They're um, uh, like re like remaster. That's the word I'm looking mm-hmm. for. Um, I don't know. I guess. Maybe they are kind of remade too. I don't know, um, but they have these fucking names behind them, right? Rehydrated. It's like Hell that's yeah. what they're really super good at. I think is like just creating it, these random. What was they? They've done like I re reckon they're working really hard on these. Jesus, yeah. re reckoning. Uh, crazy. It's definitely not for me, but uh, you know, it's for someone out there. I could make a fortune just helping them come up with names for these remakes and remasters. Now it's yeah, good. It's probably the same guy. For that. It's the same guy who works on Roger's name on American Dad. It has to be that Hell same yeah. guy, right? That guy. He's... I figured they just hire somebody on uh, Fiverr. 
That's yeah, probably true. That's probably the sad, <laughs> the sad reality. All right, so that's the only game we have releasing. Uh, of course, coming out Tuesday, June twenty third, um, today, as we're recording the show. Um, so, looking at some stuff you guys can get for free. Uh, last week, we did talk a little bit about being able to get um, uh, Pathway and then the Escapist Two. Uh, the Escapist Two never went up, and from what I can see, is like now it's been removed. I don't see it on here at all. Yeah. Yeah. Last I saw, I still had a coming soon on it, but that was it. Yeah, I don't even see the coming soon anymore. They have um, Air, uh, Memories of Old, and Stranger Things 3, the game, coming out June 25th, uh, staying around until July 2nd. Um, as well, you can also still get Sludge Life, that we talked about a while back for free, and then um, Thimbleweed Park uh, for free, which is uh, it says mini-adventure. Yeah, like so. if you search for The Escapist 2, it's just a coming soon page. And then all the DLC is listed as coming soon, Weird. which makes me sad because now I want it even more after seeing all the DLC packs that are available. <laughs> but yeah, you can still get um, Pathway right now, and then we'll have uh, two more uh, coming up here in uh, two days from recording the show. So, All right, we'll go ahead and move right into the weekly news. We had... So much news. We were going to do Gorilla Collective, day one, day yeah. two, day three, Paradox Interactive, PC Game PC Show. Um, we had EA Play since then. Um, wow. That is a, a lot of stuff to go over. Usually we would cover that, <clears throat> but um, we're just going to highlight a few things that came from that and you know, talk about those. See what. Uh, yeah, I, I, feel like, uh, I feel like a little bit of delay on recording. Is kind of a good thing because some new no some new announcements were made since we would have gone live on Sunday, and right. uh, I feel like we also don't have to spend a ton of time going in depth on some of those earlier like last week reveals um, because just like we were talking earlier before we started this, a lot of stuff didn't really stick in mind. Um, some stuff did, but I guess the most important stuff is the ones that we remembered even happened. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing that we, of course, talked about is, like, what, um, you know, like, what was really, really memorable from uh, the past week. And a lot of the stuff, like, that we, I know we really wanted to talk about, mm -hmm. um, it didn't stick. And a lot of the things that they did talk about early on in, like, the Gorilla Collective was, like, hey, look at this extra stuff that you can get for Frostpunk, uh, Moonlighter, uh, Children of Morta, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, so, uh, you know, w we can highlight a few of those things. I mean, things that we're still excited for. Like, of course, Filter, Crusader Kings. I know both of us are really excited for, like, Empire oh, yeah. of Sin. Um, yep. I, um, Hearts of Iron, uh, Vampire the Masquerade. Um, there's some good stuff in there for sure. So, you know, you can definitely dig into those, sh to those shows. And then we'll, uh, you know, and, you know, if you guys have any questions, as always... You can always uh, hang out with us over on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Or uh, drop us a line on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, so, yeah, why don't we just go ahead and jump right into this with um, some surprising news. Very weird news. Um, I, I didn't yeah. see it coming. It came out of nowhere. I think this is what um, Johnny was alluding to. Uh, but Mixer is uh, no more. Uh it, well, it, soon it, to be on July 22nd. Right. So, yeah, July 22nd, it plans to move all of, all of its existing partners um, from Mixer to Facebook Gaming. 
Very weird. Yeah. Um, I, I think the point of that is they're like, okay, it's not earning enough money. We have to kill it. Who do we send it to? Um, well, let's not send it to YouTube and let's not send it to Twitch. Right. Those are the competitors that we were going against. Uh, Facebook? Um, this could be... See, I, I, I see two different routes. I see the route of this not being... Uh, you know, these two larger corporations not being able to see eye to eye down the line. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Totally a possibility. The other possibility... Um, the like the Microsoft and Xbox stuff just starts to fade out. Um, or <clears throat> maybe they'll be like really like maybe it maybe it'll land and they'll start to see, oh, we're making some cool money here. We have a new uh, you know like group that came along with mixer uh, mixer's failure and you know they can uh, utilize some of that stuff in um, Facebook gaming, you know um, Definitely some possibilities there, but I don't think um, that's the biggest news with, uh, you know, talking about, like, uh, the possibilities. I think the biggest news is the um, the people who are, you know, like partners or, uh, you know, affiliates. I, I'm not sure exactly. Basically. Yeah, like the monetized individuals. The lower monetized individuals, I feel kind of sorry for. Um, these are the guys that are like yeah. starting to make some money, and then it's like telling all of these people that are on one platform, "Hey, follow me over to this other platform." You're going to lose two thirds of your audience at least. At least yeah, you're definitely going to lose that people, um, and you're going to a more saturated market too. Yeah. Probably. So, like, that's... I mean, the, the reason Mixer is going away is because it's not successful. So, like, you're inherently going to something that is more successful. So, like, that means there's more competition on it, right? Right. And um, the, the big thing to take from it is look at this year. Like, there's a global pandemic where it's way easier for people to be able to stay at home and, and do this kind of stuff and start streaming and creating content for different places like Twitch and Mixer and everywhere. Hmm. But they didn't see a boost. Um, just the other day I decided to hop on Mixer for old time's sake because I haven't logged in in months and just started looking at how many people are watching things like Fortnite and it's almost depressing to see how few people are watching stuff there versus how many are just crushing those numbers on Twitch yeah Yeah. so um, you know some of the big the big deals like we're talking some of the guys that um made millions of dollars um you know ninja and shroud and people like that who had contracts like ninja is the one that comes to mind specifically he made roughly between 20 and 30 million dollars on the move from twitch to uh mixer um he is now free to rejoin twitch or he can stick with facebook gaming or he could go to youtube um where he was getting um probably like a third of the amount of people that he would normally get on something like Twitch. Um, On Mixer, like, being able to shift back to that, and it was like, what was it, like, like a couple months? Mm. And he made a cool, like, 20 mil, maybe picked up a few new followers in a place that he probably wouldn't have picked them up previously. And then now he gets to come back and say, hey, follow me back if you want to. If they don't follow back, like, what's the big deal? He still has three times the amount of the audience on Twitch if he decides to go back to Twitch. 
Or he could sign another deal with Facebook Gaming or YouTube. It's disgusting on the amount of money that he made. Um, it's the smaller people that I feel kind of bummed for, though. You know, for sure. It it it, it it's hard to make money on there. Like, yeah, <clears throat> it's hard to stand out. It's impossible to stand out. Even if you even if you are funny, even if you um, you know have a personality and you're on time and you're always you know doing everything. Um, repetitively and you're playing and that's the one thing that really bums me out about it is people want to see you play the same thing every day Yeah, and it's like I, I don't play the same thing every day that's why ultimately after like my year or so of streaming it's not for me um, yeah. so I, I like to play a lot of different things and people don't follow that and you know doing all of that is still not even you're, you're still going up against you know, some pretty big people that are definitely better at the game than you. Mm. So it, it's it's tough, um, and having them switch from something like Mixer to Facebook just isn't going to happen. So these a lot of these people are going to have to start all over, even if they have uh, like their partnership swapping from Mixer over to Facebook. Mm. Uh, but yeah, that was some interesting news. Um, I, that I, was I probably like the biggest surprise news that that we heard from anything. Like that yeah. was, I found out, and I know I know a couple of people that do stream on Mixer. I, I know a, an entire media group that focuses almost primarily on using Mixer, and I found out before they did, and they were super bummed. And wow. now they're trying to figure out where they're going to go. And I, I think it's funny that you know a couple of weeks ago I was thinking, hey, why don't we branch out and try to hit somewhere else at the same time, do some live streaming on like of the show on Mixer, and then, Boom. well, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's not bother. Yeah. Um, so I, I still think we'll get some of that live stream, uh, you know, um, multi streaming to different like, channels or whatever. Oh but, yeah, without oh. a doubt. I, to me though, it just it's just a testament of how fast things can change in this in in this world. Like yeah. Yeah, it was a week. Um, but yeah, they are still bringing over to Facebook Gaming some of the um, interesting things that Mixer uh, had, some promising things. Uh, like, um, what is that, the xCloud? Um, yeah. You know, that's going to be running over there. So, All right, so we'll move right along. Uh, just jumping over to some... I think this one is a little bit more of a uh, like kind of rumor mill because it hasn't been uh, really talked about by WB yeah, it hasn't or been confirmed anyone. by the studio. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rocksteady is apparently making a Suicide Squad game. Um, Hell yeah. That's interesting. Uh, Possibly called Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League. That sounds cool. would be so fun. Yeah. Um... So, and, and that comes from uh, a registered domain, uh, suicide, uh, suicide Squad Kills the Justice League.com, which is right. no longer available. Um, and we're still waiting to see. Um, uh, we know that other studios working on another uh, Batman game, uh, another uh, Warner Brothers studio, so. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that Warner Brothers stuff is popping up and, and breaking news because of what we spoke about the other week yep. um, with yeah. AT&T trying to unload Warner Brothers. Trying to get buyer like, interest. Yeah, yeah, just like hearing everything we did about Cyberpunk back then. like Just all these yeah. different things that have been popping up in the news um, tying back to Warner Brothers. It's, it's the kind of thing where it's little snippets are going to break out there and 
it's going to go crazy. But then you can't really hold a lot of stake in it because if the sale goes through, the new owner might decide to scrap any of those ideas. Yeah. Which we've seen time and time again. So, <clears throat> you know, something take with a grain, you know, uh, take that with a grain of salt. Look at, um, you know, and, and just look at their, uh, like, I always just use their, uh, like, verified channels to determine. Um, and I usually wouldn't even bring uh, something like this up. But it is, it was yeah. in a lot of news outlets. So it is something that, you know, we want to point. Like, yeah, it's, hey, it's being reported as if it's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, big Pokemon news. We've had a lot of Pokemon Ooh. news. Yeah, and there's going to be more, too. There's more. Um, so we had a, a, a Nintendo Direct that showed off, like, a new um, Smash character that comes with, like, Expansion Pass 2 or whatever. Uh, one of the ARMS characters. Um, they showed off some more stuff, including the announcement of a new Pokemon Snap called New Pokemon Snap. Original. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's fine. They, they could have called it, you know, whatever they wanted, to be honest. Like, it's Pokemon, it's just, Snap. It's, it's Pokemon Snap, you know? Yeah, I um, mean, people are going to buy it. That nostalgia exactly. factor is going to hit hardcore. Yeah, I'm buying it. Um, the it people that are going to buy it like crazy are the people that played the original growing up. Yep. Um, no matter how good or bad of a game it really was, it's a nostalgia trip. People are going to buy it like crazy. Yeah. So, it definitely, uh, you know, definitely a surprise. Like, I, I didn't see this coming when we were talking about doing a, uh, you know, like the Pokemon news was coming up. I was like, oh, they're going to, you know, talk a little bit more about the you know, expansions that are coming up for... Um, you know, for the Switch Pokemon game, and then, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe some other side stuff. So this was kind of out of left field. And then they weren't done there. They're like, oh, and it was a couple days later. They're like, oh, join us uh, June 24th, which is probably when you guys are going to be hearing this, as we'll have more news, more Pokemon news that's coming up. Hell so yeah. a lot of Pokemon stuff going on. So buckle up, folks. Some more... Um kind of companies moving around and also related to facebook again i wonder if there's a conspiracy there um facebook and particularly oculus uh branch at facebook has acquired ready at dawn that's interesting ready at dawn uh uh, released uh the order 1886 exclusive to the playstation 4 um and i know they've had things in the past have they been uh exclusive to sony um, well, they've had four how um, VR games come out on Oculus. Uh, Lone okay. Echo, Echo Arena, Echo Combat, and Lone Echo 2, which is yeah. currently in development. Really into Echoes. Yeah. yeah. Echo, Echo. I see a, a, a trend here. Um, I, I, I just want Order 1886 in VR. Is that too much? So I have no idea. Really, it was a really good tech demo for the PS4. That, that's exactly. another yeah. one of those games that suffered from that. Lots of hype build up, and then when it finally dropped, it's like you played it once, never touched it again. Um, mm-hmm. I made the mistake of watching a playthrough, so I had no interest in playing it because <laughs> no, there wasn't a lot a of gameplay. Move, just to watch the playthrough. Yeah, would have saved me like eighty bucks. <laughs> eighty, <laughs> holy shit! No, I, I I did get the they um it came with like a uh, some bookends with the characters. That oh, I do have. It's like a yeah. It's a cool little like book and statue thing. Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. You did buy the oh, dumb yeah. version. Yeah, it's still pretty. That's cool. a good buy. Like, I, I have it in a case. Like it's in my like, display case. So, 
you know, I'm, I'm not mad or anything. It, it was like, it, that's exactly what it is. It, that game was a tech demo. And it showed off a lot of really good features for the PS4. So um, we need to uh, take that information and uh, be on the lookout for the PlayStation 5 tech demo game. Because there will be one. Um, and we're all going to be suckered into buying it, I feel like. Or we're going to watch something and uh, we won't be suckered into buying it, Johnny. Um, but I'll, I'm going to push you. I'm going to push you to try to buy it. I, I'm probably going to buy it. I have disposable <laughs> income for once. I'm going to buy everything. Yeah. All right. So um, in probably the biggest fucking bummer news of oh, this past week. Oh, God. I, I'm, I'm at work. And one of my friends messages me, no, no, fucking God damn it, no, it happened again, damn it, damn it, damn it. And it's just going on and on. And, like, like my, uh, my phone's just blowing up. And I was like, what? And I thought he, like, I know he was putting in, like, uh, you know, because he, he just got, a, like, a new job. I thought something happened with that. And he's like, no, fucking cyberpunk. Delayed again. This time, November 19th. So that sucks. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, ultimately you have to keep in mind, like, they want to produce the highest quality. If they don't think it's ready, like, please don't release it, you know? Um, I think uh, it's... That's it's, my thought. Timing-wise, it sounds like November is when we're going to expect the new consoles to launch. And they did specify that from day one you'll be able to play your Xbox One or PS4 copy of Cyberpunk on your newer system. Yeah. So there at least it sounds like they're just wanting to make sure backwards compatibility is going to be there at like right off the bat, um, which is a little weird to make that a reason. Um, I just really hope that it doesn't mean the Series X and PS5 copies are also going to launch at the same time. Otherwise, I'm looking to my right at the Cyberpunk Special Edition One X that I bought that I will have no reason to play. Right, right. But if you do put that thing in a box, uh, it will be very valuable. And you'll be able to sell that on eBay for probably a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, always a first. It's so pretty, though. It, it really is. Yeah. Um, so not only do we have that information, um, they announced something, of course, that they've been working on uh, with um, Dark Horse Comics. Uh, it is a, uh, what is it? It's a four-part, right? Um, yep. Called uh, Trauma Team. Cyberpunk 2077 Trauma Team. Uh, small comic series coming out about uh, exactly that. Uh, you know, a trauma team in um, uh, Next City. Trauma Team Hunger Force. Hmm. It's all there. It's all there. Um, H. But it, it, I, what I like about this is um, they're not like... I wonder when they were going to release this. I wonder if this was actually something that they planned on releasing uh, after the first like push out of the yeah. game and they were like we'll release it on that day and then they're like shit we're gonna have to like maybe work around a few other things because maybe it's not quite ready so they're like okay we'll move it to the next kind of checkpoint um this is coming out pretty close to when we would have got the game originally uh what is it um is it september 9th yeah i think was the date on it yep so um i mean you did bring up some you know some worries about you know it being uh shallow um, yeah, I've seen that a lot with be. game tie-in comics. I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I, I guess the question is, how important is Trauma Team? Right. Right. I think the point of this will be, let's see what uh, 
some people who are in the streets every day. We'll see. I think this is mm. going to give us an idea of what the world looks like. Um, yeah. I think it'll also, um, there will probably be a small tie-in in the game. If you read this, you'll probably go, oh, shit, I remember, you know, blah, 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 that right. happening. Right. They'll um, definitely reference it. It'll be like um, the name of the main character or something. You'll be able to find, like, emails from them. Yeah, or, you know, maybe you'll see a character from this comic yeah. in the game in passing. That'd be sick. Um, yeah, th there's a lot of good options here for this. Um, that's why I'm all in for it. I'm like, I'm ready to go for uh, reading this and checking this out. Hell yeah. <clears throat> but all right, Cyberpunk delayed until November uh, 19th, so I had to adjust my time off work again. Yep. Uh, which coincides because I hear the rumor for the new systems launching is right around there. I think PlayStation's was November 20th is what mm -hmm. I kept coming up with. So uh, that's something. Another announcement that we had just a day or so back um, was, uh, you know, something that we knew was being worked on uh, coming out for not just PlayStation, which is really interesting. Um, it's coming out PlayStation and Xbox. Uh, Crash Bandicoot yeah. 4, It's About Time, was announced. Um, What's it about? Time. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's how they do that. Yeah, <clears throat> so... Is it weird that this looks and this whole time thing is um, kind of reminiscent of uh, something that we got like a couple like week or two back um, with Ratchet and Clank? Yeah, that is interesting. Ratchet and Clank is all about like thinking with portals, mm -hmm. and this game is all about thinking with time travel portals. Yeah, I so, mean, great minds think alike, right? So <clears throat> yeah, I wonder if they're like, hey, you know, or if it, it, you know, I don't know. I don't Remember know thir uh, 2013 and 2014 were like the year of the bow and arrow. The bow. Like every yeah. game had a bow and arrow character. This yeah. every game's going to have portals and time travel, and I'm I'm 100 down with it. That's fine. Yeah. So um, that's out there. Definitely go check out the Crash Bandicoot 4 uh, trailer. Um, you know, if you are super into that, it definitely brings up a lot of uh, nostalgia for. Uh, you know, Crash for sure. And this yeah. does cement that Crash is not the mascot for PlayStation 4. <laughs> right? right. Can't I mean, be. right? A lot of people were, like, for the longest time, it was like, I remember the Crash commercials, you know? Yeah. But, you know. <clears throat> so another huh. interesting bit, um, this one coming from Gorilla Collective Day 1. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. It was... Um, Baldur's Gate saying, hey, we have some cool stuff going on. Um, they have a new... Uh, they had an announcement trailer. And then they said, hey, you might get early access to this. And uh, I think it was August. Yeah, it's um, like early, early to mid-August. Right. That's what they're um, aiming for. I guess we'll have to see what all happens, of course. Um, they are in, what, Denmark and uh, Ireland? Yeah, I, I'm not. I, Let me look I'm these hoes up. Really sure, <clears throat> but they said maybe, and then Belgium. they, ah, and then they led us to believe that if we uh, followed them over to D and D Live, which was a few days later, that maybe we'll get some more information about this. Uh, we did get information, um, and it was about 80 minutes of gameplay with your boy Sven. Uh, that was his name, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, Sven. Um, Sven Vinka. So fucking cool. This guy's just sitting here playing through this, um, you know, kind of talking about 
you know, it's everything that we've seen previously, but it's really cool to see that extended. Like, I tried not to watch too much of it, um, just because I don't want to, like, ruin anything about it. But I love seeing, um, like, the checks. I love seeing the wisdom check. Uh, you know, I love seeing yep. the persuasion. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, it's progressing really well. And they're saying, uh, depending on COVID, um, and how, how everything goes, uh, we could get the early access to this in August. Um, they didn't give us a date in August. They didn't give us an update on that. Um, so I'm imagining we'll hear more about this in July. And then that'll, like, probably closer to the end of July. And that'll kind of um, cement on if we'll be able to be playing, if we'll be able to play Baldur's Gate 3 um, here soon. So uh, go check out that Baldur's Gate 3 live, uh, their D&D Live 2020 uh, video. I would say jump around. There is a lot going on here. Um, There's a lot of spend just absolutely botching rolls, which is funny. He, it, he is. He's always like, okay, come on. Duh, fuck. Like, <laughs> he, he misses, like, he doesn't miss all the time. But he, he had some really good ones. He rolled, he, he did roll, I think he rolled a few 20s. And he's like, yes. <laughs> so, you know, that was, um, it was cool just to see the variety and every time he lost, he's like, it, it almost reminded me of like, well, fuck, that's a bug. I'm going to go ahead and try to, uh, we're at, we'll, we'll fix that later. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's a fun watch. There's a lot to see if you're really into, if you were super into Divinity, uh, like Original Sin 2. Uh, this is like a fan of that's wet dream. Yeah. It's so good. This game is uh, gorgeous, for one. And then for two... You know, moving forward, knowing that this isn't even the final product. Shit. You know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, moving right along, something I just kind of wanted to make fun of. Um, I know we talked a little while back about um, Skate uh, at the EA Play. They did announce, hey, there's a new Skate something. Uh, they just said, Skate is back. And it had all this, you know, like, it had um, Cuz talking about it, who is a... Uh, you know, personality in the game, um, as well as someone who worked on the previous games, and um, they skirted around a lot of things, and most notably, they skirted around what this is. Um, so we do know that uh, <laughs> mm. a, a pro skater um, named Jason Dill uh, recently went out and legend. talked about this. Fucking Dill is a legend for sure. And he, they were like, hey, uh, you know, we're going to bring this to mobile. And he's like, go fuck yourself. Um, he was just out here saying, like, King shit. that's not cool. People people don't care about like, people don't whatever you're thinking about doing. A mobile version of this game. I, I guess you could, like, there is the thing that, like, if you had an original cool, interesting idea, you could make a cool mobile skate companion, right? Sure. But it's like, that's not what people want. Like, you got to give them what they want. Right. So, a lot of people are like, oh my god, is this Skate 4? Could it be Skate 4? Yes. Is it confirmed that it's Skate 4? Absolutely not. It's going to be for the video. probably some dumb shit that EA is just trying to capitalize and take a little bit of money away from. I hope it utilizes games. a skateboard accessory. Oh, god. Oh, Tony Hawk Ride 3. Yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, we do have the Tony Hawk uh, 1 and 2 remake. Um, that one... I think you can pre-order now. I know soon you'll yeah. be able to get the um, uh, demo. The, the warehouse demo, demo drops warehouse. in August. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, so some good stuff there. And then as well, to get that fix, if you want Skate, just su support a really good indie studio um, like Skater XL or my personal favorite, Session. I like Session more um, between the two. I, that's if I had to pick because I, I find both of them incredibly impressive. Um, so, you know, don't put too much stock into this. This feels like, uh, I don't even know. Like, It feels like the hype to tide people over. It, that, yeah. I mean, it's been talked about so much. If you go into any EA game comment in the last, like, since 2007, you're going to be like, you'll see something in there that says when it's gate four. Um, so it's, it's really trying to do a fan service, but I feel like those fans are going to be let down. So, um, beware, I guess. And the last little bit that I want to talk about, um, just interesting news coming from EA Play, something that um, I had been talking about with some people back and forth. Uh, Apex Legends is finally, uh, you know, coming to Steam, for one, and for two, getting cross-play. Uh, so coming to Steam's not really a huge deal. That's just where you're launching it from. You can also launch it from... Um, you know, you can also launch it from the Origins launcher. Um, oh, good point as well. Switch. Um, and they're opening all that up to crossplay. So you can play that, you know, just like you would with, uh, you know, just like you would with, like, Fortnite. You know, if someone joins your, um, you know, someone joins your game that's playing on mobile, now you on PS4 or PC are now joined by people who are playing on mobile. If you're not, you're not worrying about playing on people with people on mobile, just people who are playing on whatever you're playing on. Right. Um, so it's pretty interesting, and this is a pretty intensive thing as it's um, kind of ever-expanding. So this is right on that level with Fortnite. Um, always expanding, always changing, and now they have to do it across all platforms without uh, flaw, or people are going to be pretty upset um, as they're paying you know, money to be able to jump into the seasons. Um, so pretty cool. It's good to know that, you know, um, they're listening and, uh, you know, the game is, I don't know. I, I think out of all of the, you know, big battle Royale games, this one, this one's probably my favorite. It's just, I don't know why it's just the most fun. Uh, you know, I can, with this game, I feel like I can have a lot of fun solo, uh, definitely a lot more fun with a full, uh, group of people goofing off. So, <clears throat> like we said, uh, there was a lot of announcements across this past uh, across this past week. Um, Gorilla uh, Collective was huge. Uh, Paradox Interactive was huge. PC Gaming Show was huge. Um, so you can go see all of that um, as well. I always say uh, follow something like uh, Summer Games Fest so you can see uh, when some of the stuff is coming up. I know. Um, I know there is uh, the Marvel Avengers War Table coming up June 24th, as well as the 25th, Cyberpunk's uh, Nightwire. The Night City yeah. Wire, excuse me. Yeah. Um, is uh, right, like, right here. That is definitely happening soon. So, um, you know, stay tuned for some of that. Uh, you know, looking into the future, uh, there's even, um, you know, this is all culminating with, uh, you know, without E3, it's all culminating at uh, Gamescom. So, uh, for some reason, it looks like that's all going to be. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a live thing. I haven't looked into it, but 
but I imagine it's just, you know, they're going to continue on with the digital uh, presentation. So um, still a lot of good gaming to come. I feel like our um, it's going to be like this for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, we're going to have so much stuff, it's going to be hard to talk about all of it. But hopefully, uh, you know, we get a little bit um, better at that, I guess. So um, that's pretty much all I had. Do you guys have anything else that you uh, want to point out, talk about? Yeah, obviously, um, like we said at the top, there's some really cool stuff. Um, you know, specifically, I think for a lot of things that we already knew we were looking forward to. So like you said, Crusader Kings, Empire of Sin, uh, Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Um, there was some cool stuff in the PC Gamer Show, like there always is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the biggest issue is just that because, and this is, I think, you know, people who have listened to several shows might be astonished that it's me saying it, but E3 was actually good at keeping things contained. Because now we're at the point where, like, there's 15 shows and they're all showing the same things over and over again. Like, even the PC Gamer Show re-explored, like, you know, maybe 25 to, like, 40% of the games that were on the Gorilla Collective Day 1 stream that yeah. had been literally an hour previous to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they replayed, I mean, in some cases, the exact same trailer and then just moved on nothing new. So it's like... Yeah. Um, that that's it's funny that that's a problem we've seen during previous E3s yeah. that that doesn't even have to be a thing now yet it still is and I, I think right. it might still be a lack of communication. I mean I remember all the Kingdom Hearts three hype and then a couple years ago we, everybody presented Kingdom Hearts three mm. and we got three different trailers for it. Yeah, yeah. and I was like why? Like Sony <laughs> had theirs. Strange. Microsoft had their first time on Xbox Kingdom Hearts trailer, yep. and then Square Enix had their own, and I was just like, do, do I need to play the game now? And then, <laughs> like, Bethesda was like, oh, we'll tease uh, Kingdom Hearts with uh, Skyrim. You can play Skyrim in Kingdom Hearts. Right? And, and, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. very strange that, like... Um, <laughs> and there is, I mean, definitely some of the same issues that we get into around E3 time, where there's so many games just hitting you so fast... That, like, what exactly am I supposed to do with my reveal for, like, um, you know, something like Airborne Kingdom, mm -hmm. which literally was a minute and 16 seconds. <laughs> I mean, I, I, 76 seconds is all I had to think about uh, that weird little flying, uh, you know, sometimes airplane looking thing. And it's like... It's all you need, baby. I don't know. And then you turn around and have, like, you know, the about hour-long um, Paradox Expo where they talk about, like, six games total. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. So it's, it is. It's it's tough, too. Like a yeah, half-an-hour show. It was a half-hour show with six total things. So, <clears throat> yeah. like, five, six, seven, eight minutes each. I could have dealt with a half-an-hour of Empire of Sin, though. For real. Yeah, for real. Ugh. That's a good goal. So, um, there's definitely a lot. I would probably recommend that you watch everything because everybody's going to have different ones of those little games that stick out to you. Um, so, I mean, like I said when I was watching, I saw that Airborne Kingdom. Humankind was really big. Evil Genius 2, I'm super excited for. But, you know, if somebody else watches, they might be like, um, you know, oh shit, this uh, Dwarfheim trailer looks amazing. Or... Oh my god, I didn't even think about, uh, you know, Dwarf Fortress, but now that I see all of these, 
um, the, the the new graphics packs that makes the game more accessible. I'm really interested and things like that. You know, so um, definitely you are gonna want to probably try to watch all these, even though just day one of the Gorilla Collective of the three uh, they had three days, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, just day one was about an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, it was it was a lot of content. I, yeah, I know yeah. we were going to try to touch base on it a little bit, but we got too caught up with PS Five stuff the other too week, much. and yeah. just looking at the list of stuff that Gorilla talked about on day one alone, it's amazing. Um, there's some really cool stuff in there. A lot of it is just that reminder of, oh yeah, we've released content for this this year, or oh yeah, there's content coming out for this later. Yeah. By the way, we're making a board game. Yeah. Next thing, and it's like, oh okay, okay, very yeah. strange. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, go out, check out all of that stuff. Um, stay tuned, like I said, with Summer Games Fest. We'll do our best to kind of cover the things that um, we're super interested in, we think you guys might be super interested in. Um, as always, uh, hang out with us over on Facebook, facebook.com backslash mammothgamesinc, and on uh, Twitter, at mammothgamesinc. Uh, but until next week, I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm. I'm another one of the hosts, Filtercord. And I'm that weirdo Johnny Riot. Nuh-uh. All right, guys, have a good one.